0: just have a go for it shall we okay so i'm susan acott and i'm the chief executive here at east kent and i'm standing with three colleagues in what will be our fantastic elective orthopedic theatres and the the noise you can hear in the background is the fact that it's still being drilled out and made out so just to start with if i can get my colleagues to introduce themselves so mr yanni omar yanni omar yanni
1: orthopedic surgeon
0: Julia Blackwood, General Manager for Trauma and Orthopaedics. And Carly Brown, Orthopaedic Theatre Coordinator here at Canterbury. So, um, I have to say this is one of the most exciting and really, really big projects that we've been involved with. It's been quite a long time coming. We were just discussing when the idea and the concept first started. But the idea of centralising elective orthopaedics and going at scale has been around for a little while. But Omar, tell us about what happened when Professor Tim Briggs came down and really got us going on this idea.
1: So three years ago, we had just had a bad winter where many elective lists were canceled because of the then flu epidemic. And we wanted to find a solution for the age old problem of cancellations of winter. Um, We were approached by Professor Briggs, who is a very eminent orthopedic surgeon, past president of our British Orthopedic Association. And he set us the challenge of centralising our elective surgery in such a way that we would never have the threat of cancellations in winter. We looked long and hard at this, and we found fairly quickly that we had to build a whole new unit. And of all the places that we had to build it, we uh, found that Canterbury was the most suitable. Uh, But this took um, a lot of time to get the funding for this. Eventually, we got our capital from central government, and here we are.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Now, one of the things that, because Professor Briggs was really keen that we modernise, so it wasn't just really about centralising orthopaedics and going at scale, but it was also about modernising, and he really, really pushed us around the efficiency. And I remember he. <laughs> Julie, he kept going backwards and forwards, wasn't he? And we had to do a lot of work on trying to show how much more efficient, as well as effective, this could be. So, what's your involvement?
2: When we look back at our lists, when we've been operating in our normal theatres, back at QEQM and William Harvey, we have an average of about 1.6 patients per theatre list. Uh, Professor Briggs insisted we get up to at least two so in order to do that we've looked at the way we use our resources and decided we were going to try and extend our operating day in order to get the most out of our unit so we can increase the throughput for our patients um, we're planning for around 4,000 operations in the first year which would be a big increase for us at this point.
0: So we, we wanted to go at, go at scale. we wanted to centralise, we wanted to be able to have um, a very efficient service but You were just telling me, Kylie, about real attention to detail to save minutes and to really get a smooth and incredibly well thought out journey. So just explain some of the considerations you've been given. Absolutely. So
3: we were given a plan a few years ago now of this is the plot we've gone for, following on from our business case. We've managed to work closely with our build team here, all our architects, to get every little ounce of space so... For example, we've allowed the prep rooms that we could have one patient in our theatre and we could be laying up for the next nice and safely, all infection control compliant, and we've made sure that every ounce of space we could find, every bit we could use, was about making that pathway better and making sure that we can have our patients in a happy place, our staff really happy because we've got nice restrooms for them, there's some natural daylight in those areas, and just making sure that this centre could be everything, that it needs to be, and a bit more, as you say, modernising, we've pushed on Making sure that we've got the best laminar flow we could find, we've got the best operating lights, we've got X-rays live for our surgeons to reference back to as they're operating. It's all about, as you said, every bit we can get out of it, making it what it needs to be really, and a bit more.
0: Yeah, and I was just just intrigued. So, just in terms of the way it feels for the patients, they're not going to come from the wards, are they? No. They're going to walk. They're going to walk in, and so yep. it's going to feel like a very. They're part of
3: their. Their recovery right at the start, aren't they? We start at the beginning, they come in, they're an elective patient, so they come in for our bespoke reception area, it's all getting redone. They come in, they wait, they're seen by a nurse, their whole journey is tailored to them. So it's about how we get them from their preparation Mm. surgeries, how we're consenting into the end surgery and their recovery. Mm. So how they're getting into our recovery room, to our wards. We work really closely with the wards to make sure the pathway hits that point so they feel involved, it's all about them, it's what they need to get better. They've waited a long time now. This joint could be life-changing for them.
0: Yeah, I think one of
3: the things that,
0: I remember we us when we went down to Gloucester as well, Omar, and I think one of the issues that we heard then is that often trauma is happening at the same time as elective, and often it's the elective patients that end up not having quite the same attention. But just in terms of some of the other points of attention, in terms of that patient's recovery and the physio and all of the other things, they're going to have they're going to have total focus on the elective patients or the staff, aren't they? So what are some of the other things that you've thought about?
1: Yeah, so this has allowed us to redesign the whole patient journey. So not only do we have the highest standards of cleanliness, air handling units, space and theatres, but the pre-operative journey, the assessment, making sure that they're seen by physiotherapists soon after their operation, getting our length of stay down, standardisation of anaesthetics, standardisation of surgery, the whole journey uh, will be the most efficient it can be. And I think when you build a new unit like this, it gives you all pause so you can redesign to the high standards. Mm. And so I think that opportunity is much harder to do it while you're working, much easier to do when you're actually opening a new unit. And the other thing this allows to do is it will free up theater space and surgeons to deliver on our trauma objectives. So the theatres that were constantly under pressure at the William Harvey and uh, QEQM will now allow us to uh, operate on patients soon after they're admitted so that the, the, the bottleneck in getting surgery for trauma will be removed.
0: Yeah, and I guess we always thought this would be a great unit, but given COVID and some of the size of the waiting list that's built up, it never has it been more important to have a very effective and efficient unit that we can, we're about to bring on the stream. What what's your sort of feelings about that I mean
2: we've seen an exponential increase in our waiting list and this will give us that chance to really eat into that and and then when we look further on down the pathway we've got that therapy support so these people are going to get the very best care and their turnaround on our wards will actually be a lot quicker than it was before so we've got seven day support we're working into the evenings it's going to be a brilliant patient experience for them
0: think so you're going to have a unit to be completely proud of um, and, I c- and i can see people coming to have a look at this yeah. unit in terms of how it's organized and how it's constructed mm-hmm. uh yeah i think I, I think we're going to have an orthopedic department and unit um which is going to be the envy of the country we can't wait mm. well congratulations it's, it's, it's brilliant well yeah, unbelievably you. well thought yeah. out yeah. and uh yeah can't come soon enough it definitely uh, can't will. come soon enough thank you thank you very much omar Julia and Kylie, thank you very much for showing me around. Thank you, thank you.